Welcome to the One Life Maps podcast. Here's your host and co-author of Listen to My Life, maps for recognizing and responding to God in my story, Sharon Swing. Hello, everyone. This is Sharon Swing. I'm here with my wonderful friend, Joan Kelly. Hello, everybody. We are excited to walk you through the maps of Listen to My Life. You know, often we talk about Listen to My Life and life mapping and all, but we're referring specifically to this process that uh, that has eight parts to it. And we wanted to walk you through those parts as part of the foundational um, part of what we do because we are all about helping people to recognize and respond to God in their stories. So um, we'll probably use this as kind of a foundational episode that we refer back to quite often. And we, uh, if that's the case for you, thanks for listening to those other episodes that we've never recorded yet. And, um, we're going to dive in. So under the context of life mapping, you know, there's different people who have experienced that in different kind of ways and sometimes just mapping the highs and lows of their lives. And listen to my life is just a little bit different. So Joan, why don't you walk us through the eight maps uh, just by name, and then we'll kind of dive into each one. Okay. So the eight maps in Listen to My Life, we're going to look at past, present, future. Um, The first map is My Life Now. Second map is My Life Story. Third map is Peak Experiences. Fourth map is Valley Experiences, looking back in the lower points in your life. Reviewing My Days is the next map. That's map number five. Map six is Desires and Longings. And map seven is Life-Giving Rhythms. And then the last map is following forward. Yes, and we talk about that as following forward, as in following Jesus forward into our future. So we're just going to give the brief overview of each one of these right now in this episode. And then we're going to do following episodes that we dive in deep to each particular map. So if you're looking for that, um, those are episodes we haven't recorded yet, but I'm sure that you'll find them in the lineup um, by the time you get to this. So we're going to start with my life now. So that my life now piece, what are some of the keystone parts of that? And why do we do it? You know, for me, I, my life now is a little bit like the image I always pull up and I've actually showed people is like you're cleaning out the junk drawer in your kitchen <laughs> and it's like taking everything out and what is the current reality of what is? And you kind of just begin to sort it out. And you're really just reflecting on what what are my current um, circumstances, situations, people, relationships, uh, whatever is, um, you know, pressing right now. What are the feelings that you're having? And it's just kind of laying it out on this sheet of paper and getting it out of your head down really in front of you so you can have a perspective on it. Right. So it's really just a like a check-in with yourself. Mm -hmm. That's really all my life now is. And for right now, let's leave it at that because we're going to do a whole episode on it. Okay. Okay. So the second one in the process is my life story. This is what, um, if people have said, oh, I've done life mapping before, this is the one that might be somewhat similar to kind of just charting out your highs and lows um, over a timeline. And this one does have a timeline and it does have highs and lows. It's got some other features to it as well that talk about dreams and aspirations and um, and hurts and losses and, and, and all as well, just to map those out. But 
it's also got this hallmark part across the bottom of it that's about noticing God and the kinds of questions that you were asking in the midst of your life at different points in time. And um, the combination of those things and being able to have a structure that this one offers, because all of these maps are visual maps. They're 11 by 17 um maps that are color and the visuals guide you as to what to do and where to put your information. And so that's what is the basics of my life story. Is there anything you want to add on that one? No, it it is a powerful piece. And I think the other thing that's kind of cool is that it's engaging, um, uh, not just words, but graphics as you're, as you're doing it. Mm -hmm. And so in particular in this map, I've, found that I've used a lot of pictures and images. Right. And some people actually um, print out small, you know, they have digitized pictures of them from childhood and they print those out nice and small and they put them on their maps. Some Bible journalers have really gone to town and made it very artistic. Other very um, more methodical uh, engineer type people make it look almost like a spreadsheet by the Mm -hmm. time they're done. And uh, all of those are fine, however somebody wants to approach it. But basically, we do this for the purpose of, of being able to connect things in our story and to be able to see the themes that run through the stories and possibly detect um, some things that we're, we're our past, maybe, maybe we're dragging our past into our present and um, we start to identify some pieces that are important to how we choose to live now in the present and what kind of plans we want to make for the future. So it is not the be all and end all. It's the setup for the rest of what happens. Um, And of course, in the midst of all of these things, we hope that people are doing these in community in a way that um, allows them an opportunity to tell their stories along the way too. So we want people to be heard. We, and it's such an important thing to be able to speak out the stories and hear yourself say them, but also have them be received by a compassionate listener. Mm-hmm. And so all that happens throughout the entire process in its best form. And really, you're going to hear us throughout say that all of these maps are um, a way of coming and meeting and keeping company with Jesus. And it's an ongoing spiritual practice, in particular, this My Life Story map it's probably the map that you're going to during your lifetime continue to come back to as you unravel and uncover and peel off another layer um, in your story. And every time you come back to it, you're, you're in a different place. Right. I just got an email um, from one of our facilitators on the West Coast who was asking, because she was going to be going through the maps again as she led some other people through it in a small group kind of a format. And she was asking if she needed to purchase another set of maps and, and uh, or if she could just use the one she had. And I said, well, your life is different now than it was last time you did them. I would... St- definitely pull out the My Life Story map and add to that one, um, but get the rest of the maps and start clean mm-hmm. uh, with them in that way. And um, then also be having the benefit of comparing and contrasting um, our previous maps with our current maps many times has so much informative uh, 
information in terms of how we've changed our perspectives or how we're living differently now um, and what that tells us about how we want to live forward. Mm-hmm. So the My Life Story map, I can't tell you how beneficial it is <laughs> and at different points in time in my life. And, and also just looking at life story as a spiritual practice. Yeah, um, I, I would say if it. you choose to do only one map, I hope you choose eight. But if you only choose one, this would be the one that I would highly yeah. encourage people to, to do. But it's almost as if you if you leave it there, you're leaving so much on the table. You've mm-hmm. done if Because this one is going to take the longest period right. of time as well, right? It's going to take the longest to actually sit down and reflect and uh, um, and do the work of by far. Um but it's going to yield the most benefit, but yet the rest of the maps are going to help you get the most out of it. Mm-hmm. So map number three. Peak experiences. And this map is really all about recognizing our unique design. And uh, probably one of my favorite maps, it allows us to to do that by identifying, you know, six to eight satisfying experiences from in particular, our childhood on up, um, things in our life that have been meaningful to us, not necessarily resume kind of worthy items, but things um, that were satisfying to you, that were unique experiences to you, where you just kind of got lost in the middle of that activity or relationship or circumstance. And then you're given space to really journal about those and just see what comes to the light about how God made you. Mm Mm-hmm. And those peak experiences, a lot of times, are not things that other people uh, gave you accolades about. Mm-hmm. Sometimes maybe they did, but th- that are just truly satisfying to you just because they're satisfying to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to uncover those can give us some clues as to how to live in joy. So that one is uh, is definitely one of my favorites and the craziest things that come up on that one when you're listening to people. I love it. I absolutely love hearing the stories on that. So map number four, Valley Experiences. What, what do you want to say about Valley Experiences? Valley Experiences, this too is an important map. And this is going to come off of most likely some experiences that were probably on your My Life Story map <clears throat> that were perhaps, and I really kind of hate to say this, a lower point in your life, um, maybe a learning point in your life. And this map allows you to help you move through those hurts by giving you a process to engage with um, as you look at each of those valleys. And so you're going to begin by picking a particular valley and you can map multiple valleys that have been in your life um, and losses. And you're going to talk about, you know, what happened and how might you name that loss and how did you, how did you cope with it essentially, or how did you compensate for that loss in positive ways and negative ways and just really identifying and being real with that. How do I grieve? How do I grieve? Yeah. And we have patterns of how we grieve and the stories we're told about what grieving looks like, or maybe we've been given no guidance with how to grieve. And, uh, this one is really just a beautiful process. It's it's mm-hmm. a it's a way to teach a process of moving through a valley mm-hmm. in, on this in a visual format, and uh, we'll tell some great stories about this one. And I there's someone in particular I want to interview as we as we do this particular map in the future. Awesome. So Linda will be calling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and really the rest of the map, a lot of it is about um, forgiveness or confession, as well as scriptures that have been important to you as you have um, processed your valley. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this map in its core is about learning to give and receive forgiveness in many ways and remove anything that might be blocking us from being able to receive and give love. Mm-hmm. And I think at its core, at its best, that's the intention here. Because if we never learn the process of moving through valley experiences, how healthy are we going to be? Or are we just going to keep piling up losses and hurts and um, things that then tend to affect our bodies, our minds, um, our spirits. And this one is about keeping current and keeping things cleared up and mm-hmm. um, keeping things um, healthy. <laughs> well, and helping you get, um, I'm going to say the get underneath, you know, the thing underneath the thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, as you know, you've been carrying, let's say your loss, your grief on the outside in certain ways, some that you're aware of, and maybe some that you're not even aware of. And by, you know, helping name these and hopefully pulling in some good community to name these together with, you're able to discover like, wait, what's really going on here? And this is a way that I'm coping with this. So it's, it's a really powerful map, right? So basically, the map is just one practice sheet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on some of these maps, we have a place that has a little URL that you can download. Um, if you've purchased the maps, you can download free uh, a, a PDF version that you can print off a, a black and white eight and a half by 11 size piece that you can process through as many Valley experiences as you, as you feel you need mm-hmm. to and um, get all that cleared up. Cause the objective of all this is freedom, right? The objective is freedom. So map number five is reviewing my days. So this map is really about recognizing God's activity in your day. It's based on an ancient spiritual practice called the daily examine. And uh, Ignatius said, you know, if you give up all the other spiritual practices, don't give up this one. That's how important it is. And I love the visual nature of this map of just kind of beginning to look at um, what is going on in your day. And it kind of begins with, you know, what has your body been telling you over the last day? <laughs> and we kind of work from outside in and what's what's been energizing to you. Um, uh, what has felt, you know, uh, had least energy for you as well. And so you kind of begin with body and then we're going to kind of move to, you know, mind and heart. And this is a map that you would do for a series of days. You would actually, and it does have one of those URL downloads. And then you would sit down with that series of maps that you've done for a week or two or a month and look for patterns and themes of what you are noticing. This map is really about noticing. Yes. And because everything we do about helping people to recognize and respond to God in their stories comes down to, can I recognize and respond to God in this present moment? So reviewing my days is about getting it down to the day in service to being able to get it down to the moment. Mm. Because if I can recognize and respond to God in my moment, then I can actually respond to God in this immediacy. And so that to me is what puts us in constant communication and relationship with the God that loves us and created us. 
And um, so this is this is the map for me that gets closest to what I desire in terms of how I want to live, do this practice, and this is a way toward life. And this is the map for me that helps me um, have meaningful conversations with God even throughout my day. So these set of questions just kind of become a way of my being um, together with God. But it's also, those are just great questions to have as deeper questions to have in community with other people to have available to you. Oh, we're going to have so much to say about that when we do the whole episode on it, huh? Mm -hmm. Okay, wrap number six, desires and longings. What do you want to say about desires? So this map is really about envisioning the life that God wants to live through me. So if you've noticed and thought about the maps we've been through so far, we've kind of looked, you know, present and then kind of looked into our past. And now we're kind of looking forward. (laughs) And what are those things that I want to, that I desire from God? And we're trying to get down to that deeper desire and longing that we have for God by envisioning what might our life be like a few years from now, three years from now, two years from now, probably no more than five years from now. And just sitting and and really journaling about what we think um, some of those things might be. What are some of the accomplishments we might have? What are some of the joys we might experience? Some of the fruits of the spirit, experiences that we might you know want to um, envision in a few years from now, and letting those kind of come back to and help us explain and have some words around what it, what do we really desire in our relationship with God. Yeah, I this one to me. Some people have just a lot of joy associated with those, and other people have a lot of um, angst around it, uh, just because of the fact that it's like, what if I dream something and it doesn't happen? And all these kinds of interesting questions, but those underlying questions are really important because they're all spiritual questions. Like, what am I afraid of? And am I more afraid of not putting these things in motion? You know, of of what would of just things staying the same, or am I more afraid of actually trying and seeing what would happen? Because if you look at your life as an adventure with God, um, any path you choose is going to have things to teach you, and any path we choose. God is still with us. But then what is life that is truly life look like? And so it gets to these interesting questions of how do I want to live? And um, I think it's so extremely healthy because sometimes we go on autopilot. Mm -hmm. So this one's a, this one's an interesting wake up call and interesting motivator. And uh, um, what do we want to do with all that? So, Next map in the process is life-giving rhythms. It's map number seven. And this one is about spiritual practices. Mm-hmm. And how, how would you define a spiritual practice, Joan? Um, I would say it is a means by which we, I think I used the phrase earlier, keep company with Jesus. And it comes out of the message version of Matthew 11. And uh, it's just a way that we are in relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, you know, just like anything that we practice, it takes time. We don't learn piano overnight. We don't learn how to type overnight, all those things. It's a way for us to, to be in relationship with him. And so this map looks at what have been some of those ways that you have been in relationship um, with God in the past. It has you look at ones that you might want to explore, looks at ones that might be related to some negative patterns in your life that could be good ones for you to move towards. Um, But actually, it begins with that desire that we talked about earlier, like what is your desire for your relationship? And there are actually spiritual practices that can help you hone in on that particular desire and develop your relationship that way. Because there are more spiritual practices than I think anybody could possibly imagine. And sometimes early on in um, our spiritual life, we may have been taught one or two. And then to actually see that there are many possibilities and that we have the option of choosing and discovering and exploring and leaning into some that we find very, very life-giving. This is all about life-giving rhythms. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's what's going to bring life, um, what's going to help us become a truer version of ourselves. And how are we going to let all the ways that we're not true to who God made us to be fall away? Mm -hmm. And hopefully getting to the point where we see all of life as practice, as relationship with God. And so I think that's where we kind of sometimes see the light bulb moment go on with this map in particular, as people discover like, oh, practices aren't just prayer and journaling and worship and that's it. No, there's more, you know, Mm -hmm. you can have a, a meaningful conversation, a relationship with God in the way that you prepare dinner. That can be a spiritual practice. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's wonderfully Mm -hmm. (laughs) life-giving. That life-giving rhythms map. Good good title. It is. I'm I'm very happy with that. And thanks to Ruth Haley Barton for using that phrase somewhere in one of her books that, Uh uh, that we borrowed from. So last map in the process is called following forward. It's map number eight. And this one is about kind of pulling it all together, Mm -hmm. wrapping it all up. And it's a summary piece um, where you have an opportunity to look back at all of the visual maps that have been completed previously. And since the way the, the portfolio is done and there are eight different little booklets inside of this portfolio box and each visual map that's inside one of these booklets that has all the instructions in it, the color pages pull out. They're, they're not attached. So you can actually lay them all out and see them all at once if you want to. And to just take some time to take a look over them and see what themes and patterns emerge and um, see what you know, just all, every single map in this process is an invitation to, to a conversation with God, with yourself, and also then with others. But this particular map is, uh, if you were thinking about it, it is a, a version of a strategic plan for your life, right? It's going to ask you what you want to take with you and what you want to leave behind. It's going to ask you what next steps you want to take. It's going to ask about your bold prayer, It's going to ask about what you sense um, God wants to do through you for the benefit of those around you. 
um, it's going to ask you about those themes and all. So this one is kind of getting down to what am I going to do with this life that I've been given? Mm-hmm. And what am I going to do with this process that I've been through with listen to my life? And what do I really want? Mm-hmm. So for me, I mean, you said the word summarize, it really is summarizing the discoveries that you have made along the way. It's kind of like you're on a journey along a path and you decide to just kind of stop and take in the view and see where you've been and remember what um, has been good and what you have learned. And so it's kind of this mile, I always kind of think it like a mile marker post in the road and you you stop and, and take a little survey of where you've been. Um I also tell people it isn't necessarily the answer key, but it's, it is, it's summarizing the discoveries you've made along the way. Right. And there's this piece in the introduction uh, booklet as we're describing the process. And it says, as you move through the listen to my life experiences, our hope is that you will move toward a clearer sense of how God, how loved you are by God. (laughs) Find energy and courage to live in a way that gives you and God great pleasure. Become who you were uniquely created to be. Experience the adventure of doing whatever God needs done in the world in a way which matches your deepest desires. And, you know, this is, this is just one of those processes that there are certain times in life where it's just time. You know, are you restless? Are you weary? Are you at a crossroads? Are you wondering if God made a mistake, which he didn't, in making you how he made you? Are you wondering, um, you know, will I ever change? If you're wonder if you have a lot of hope for the future, but you're not sure exactly how to put all that in action, because it's really hard to take action on something you're not clear about. So meaningful action follows clarity. And that's one of the hallmarks of this process. And the kinds of things that happen in what people start, or the reason people start is not always what they end up with. <laughs> Sometimes they start with, I need to know what I need to do next. And God throughout the entire process just keeps showing up and telling them, just be with me just, it's an invitation to be with me. It's an invitation to rest. It's an invitation to do life differently, to do life more lightly. And it motivates all kinds of interesting actions, sometimes very inner, subtle changes and shifts, sometimes relational shifts, sometimes pretty big moves, (laughs) big, bold moves. And this process is quite the adventure and it is best, you can do it alone, but it's best done with a spiritual friend or a coach or a counselor or a spiritual director or a small group, or you can do it in workshops. Um, there's all different kinds of ways to do the whole thing. In, in, even in our virtual uh, coaching groups that we, that we have several times a year, or you can, um, just pick it up and start on your own. Or you might decide to choose one map 
that sounds like it's something that you need right now and then decide if you want to do the others. So the Listen to My Life materials are wildly versatile in that kind of way and really quite accessible. And we do have facilitators in different places. Um, we would love to have a lot more to cover more of the map um, so everybody could have one locally. <laughs> would be an amazing thing, an amazing dream for us. So you're invited. This process is all about an invitation, an invitation to explore who God made you to be and what he wants to do through you that would give you joy and also express some kind of love to the world because he wants you to breathe in his love and breathe it out for the benefit of others. Mm -hmm. It's a way of being, living, enjoying, finding joy, even in the midst of extreme difficulty um, that is possible. So we'd love for you to join us along the way sometime. Like I said, check out the website at onelifemaps.com. Uh, that's O-N-E-L-I-F-E-M-A-P-S dot com. And there you'll find uh, um, where you can purchase the resource, uh, Listen to My Life, Maps for Recognizing and Responding to God in My Story. But you'll also find out what the upcoming events and uh, things are. So we also certify facilitators. And we've got a certification workshop set up for April 8th, 9th, and 10th in 2019. And uh, we'd love to meet you in person and uh, equip you to do this with others. You don't have to be certified to do it with others, but it is quite the wonderful community and some wonderful things happen when we actually get in person and you can, we can demonstrate how we do what we do along the way. So any closing thoughts, Joan? You know, I would just say, you know, take a moment even after you get done with this podcast and just consider the invitation. And might this be the season to really receive that invitation and take a first step towards doing this work together with God. Oh, thanks everybody for joining us. For now, this is Sharon Swing and John Kelly. And hopefully we'll be with you next time on the One Life Maps podcast. Have you thought, I don't know myself anymore? Have you wondered, is there something more? Are you at a crossroads in life and asking, which way will lead me toward expressing more of who I am made to be? Are you looking for a way to understand the restlessness you feel inside? Are you seeking a deeper spiritual life and desire to rediscover who you are through God's eyes? If you've wondered any of these things before, you're ready for the life mapping experience of Listen to My Life. Go to onelifemaps.com to purchase your portfolio of visual life maps. While you're there, check out our upcoming virtual coaching groups, live workshops, and options for you to facilitate the Listen to My Life experience with others. That's onelifemaps.com. O-N-E-L-I-F-E-M-A-P-S dot com.